Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of A Crack in the Plan. My name is Jordan, your host and dungeon master for this original Dungeons & Dragons adventure. This week's episode is brought to you by the Gifted World book series. If the kids in your life are into books like Alex Ryder or My Hero Academia, this is the book series for you, written by our own L. Danny Valencia, who you know in game as Dino Valian. Check out his series on Amazon today at the link in the episode description. This week's episode is called Aftermath. Um, small bit of backtracking uh, to the end of last time we were together. So, Kaelrin stands up, and at this point, Bracken has left the chamber. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Kaelrin stands up, and he he ushers you out. Um, he walks out behind you. And uh, the two of you walk into this common room that you... Uh, this is where he received the both of you. Yep. Um, while you're standing there, he doesn't say anything to you. Um, he's just kind of standing and he just he just naturally broods <laughs> anyways. Um, and uh, while you're standing there, uh, there's one of his servants or one of the one of the servants of the house comes up and he whispers into Kilrin's ear. Roll a perception check for me. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So the servant talks for almost up like longer than a whisper should be, probably. Uh and have I gotten my weapons back yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You received your weapons back. So he, the the servant leaves and Kilrin, he just says, Galen, it's been nice to meet you. I don't know if we'll meet again. Any kind of... He says, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have other business to attend. And you see him walk out. So in the meantime, Bracken, you are still... You, you're in that process afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a tall stand mirror. Mm-hmm. And you look and it's not just like it's not just like one line mm-hmm. it's like it like spider webs out a little bit and so you, you you're in that process mm-hmm. of dealing with what that. just happened yeah so galen as you're standing there you see so the room that you're in there's there's two doors and then like on the other two walls there's like bookcases and there's a few pieces of furniture and you see one of the one of the council members walk by. He walks by the first door. He walks around the corner, and he stops and he looks in the room, and like you've never met this guy before. This is the one that was introduced to you as Hugo, or that you heard his name as Hugo. And he stops, and he he's he's like very richly dressed, and uh, you hear him say. You hear him say, by Eridir's bones, you, <laughs> you are a, and he, like, he says this and he walks toward you. He says, you are the spinning image of someone that I know. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I, I apologize. I'm Hugo. I'm Eridir. Galen. Galen, nice to meet you. Um. Sorry to offload. I'm <laughs> my proper title is uh, King Hugo of Aaron Court. Roll a history check. Uh, that'd be a twelve. Twelve. Um, you've you've heard of Aaron Court? It is across the sea. So it is. It is not on the the main continents that you know of. You just know it's somewhere across the sea. Um, he says, "I I apologize. Uh, this is going to seem really out of place. Um, I had a dream about you actually. Uh, about two nights ago. I. And he he starts to like pace." And he says, he says, it's, it's the strangest thing. He says, 15 years ago, before I, 
became king, I was an ambassador um, to a frost giant. And there was a there was a there was a, uh, a craftsman there. He I only met him once, twice, that I remember. And as I was leaving, fulfilling my duties, or you know, fulfilling my duty and going back to to my home, um, he stopped me on my way to my horse. And you see him. He reaches under and he pulls out this chain, and it's a at the end of the simple chain is a wooden medallion about the size of a silver dollar. And the face that he shows you is plain, like there's nothing on it. Um, but he flips it over and immediately you recognize um, in the dream that you had that you chased that woman to the waterfall. Yep. You see this symbol carved into this medallion. He said, "Fifteen years ago, this craftsman gave me this and said one day I would need it." Um, and then I had a dream that I gave this to you. So I don't know what it means, but and he takes the medallion off. And he hands it to you. I take it. And he says, the only words that he ever said to me was... And he, he, he stops and he's, he's like trying to remember the exact phrase the guy used. He says, Altana will guide you. Is all he said. Can you spell that? A-L-T... A-N-N-A. Altana. Have I ever heard of Altana before? Roll a religion check. Uh, with disadvantage. Sorry. Fifteen. No. Um, doesn't sound even remotely familiar. <coughs> um, he says... I apologize. I realize you don't know, you don't know me from anybody. Um, dreams are strange. My my mother believed in dreams, and so I did too, I guess. Do you know what this symbol means? The day he gave it to me was the first day I ever saw it, and honestly, when I returned home. I put it in a box and I forgot about it until the dream two nights ago. Or until the dream a week ago. Sorry. He said, it's, it's a strange thing and I hadn't even thought about it until then. Hmm. But it was like I woke up and I knew I had to get it and I I saw like I, I saw that I was at a council meeting and so the night after the dream, I got a summons. So, yes, fates. Um, and he's he's kind of awkward, anyways. <laughs> um, uh, and he doesn't strike you as kingly at all. Um, he's not uppity. He's not anything really. Um, he's just kind of this kind of an awkward guy. And he says, "Well, I will." Uh, I'll leave you to whatever it was you're doing. And he turns. Sorry. The person who gave this to you. Yes. Uh, was he an elf? I think that he was. Like I said, I only met him twice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Enjoy. And as he as he starts to talk, there's this peal of thunder, um, and it's re it's really loud. And there's just this downpour <laughs> that starts, and you hear it very audibly. And he says, 
Thankfully, I can teleport. <laughs> and so he he walks out the door, and he leaves. And so he leaves you alone with the medallion. With the medallion. Ugh. I just look over the medallion, hold it, just kind of turning it okay. in my hand. Okay. Um, so, because you have a skill with woodworking, right? Yeah. You yeah. Can, okay. Um, you turn it over in your hand, and it was, it's very finely carved. You see, you see that symbol carved into it. Um, and there are little small, there are other symbols as well, symbols you don't recognize. Um, but that is the prominent symbol. That's interesting. And uh, do you put the necklace on, or do you put it like in your pouch? Uh, I'll slip it in the bag of holding. Okay. All right. And so it's about this time, Bracken, that you you've dressed and you come out. Uh, you walk back to that common room and you find Galen there by himself. Um, where's Calvin? Uh, somebody came in and talked to him real quiet and he excused himself and headed out somewhere or another. Which direction did he go? He went out that door. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you saw him disappear further into the house, but you don't know anywhere. Yeah, I just point to the door that he walked through. I'm like, he went that way. Coward. You alright? Um. God instinct is to say yes, but I don't think you'll believe me. probably don't believe you. I uh, had not anticipated on confronting that ever. So, caught me a bit by surprise. So, does this have anything to do with that thing that you yelled at Holic for? I yelled at Holic for several things. Uh. <laughs> to be more specific. When we were in uh, Bashford, mm -hmm. and uh, he said something about a <laughs> boogeyman, and you were somewhat less than thrilled with him over that. Um. <sighs> um. All right. All right. We'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a long story. I really wish Calvin didn't run off. I was going to yell at him for a thing or two. <laughs> that's probably why he ran off. Coward. Um, I, do, I do actually, I do kind of say that, that last bit pretty loudly. I just call Calvin, I just yell at Calvin, I just go, very cowardly to run off where I can talk to you. Uh, about this point, Phineas pops his head around the room. Um, Bracken, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Do I look like I care? Mm, you would if you knew what he could do. I have nothing left to lose, Phineas. Well, how did it? How did it go? Fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not dead, neither is he. I... Gotta be positive, right? <laughs> uh, I never expected that to ever happen, so. He said he forgave me. <laughs> <laughs> Strange foreign concept. <laughs> I. <laughs> and she. I do actually kind of start laughing a little bit, just like. I <laughs> I murdered his son and he forgave me. <laughs> how how does that make any sense? I 
And he just doesn't know what to say. He just kind of like, he's like poking the carpet with his boot. He looks at Galen. Do uh, you two need a place to lay low for a little while? Or do you have any, any business you need to do in the city? You've got about two hours before you need to meet back with um, Corandric and Falcon. And then Bracken. Or, you're with Bracken. <laughs> um, That's what you think. Dindal and um, i got a couple of things I want to talk to Dindal about. Um, be before we leave, Calvin apparently is busy. You but see a servant poke their head around the door. Um, ma'am, mistress, I don't know. I don't know what to call you. Um, he's not here. He left. I stand by what I said. Coward. Um. She blanches at that. <laughs> <sighs> Bracken's not smart enough to be afraid. Um, that's wise. <laughs> um, and just kind of goes, uh, Phineas, I don't know if you can answer these questions. I have been I've met several people over the last week and a half. Um, mainly people connected to Calrin, um, that know me through him. A lot of people know a lot about my life. And I don't know why. I haven't told pretty much anyone. You barely know the things you know. I haven't told a living soul. Half of... And her face just completely drops. Okay. You hear heavy footfalls in the hallway. Phineas? Yes? Why do people know so much about my life? Um, you hear Calvin's voice behind you. You know, Bracken, if, uh, I have a rule. If someone's gonna call me a coward, they say it to my face. Why do people know so much about my life, Calvin? Because we knew your parents. There were things that they didn't even know. I lost them when I was six. Yes. There are things that have happened since then that I haven't told anyone living. Why do people know? Bracken, we are very, very good at what we do. Belrose was your protector when your parents died. <laughs> None of good he did at that. He did what was required. <laughs> Letting an 11 year old be mud, and I'm sure it's part of that. That was out of his hands. <laughs> Bracken. And he, he, like, he turns you around. Because at this point, he's, he, to this point, he's been standing behind you. Bracken, we swore to your parents when they joined that we would watch and guard now you've gotten yourself into a lot of trouble <laughs> on your own and we've done what we can but we will not expose ourselves fine keep the attitude <laughs> I think I have a right to have the attitude. My brothers were murdered! You're right. And you watched! I think I'm allowed to be angry. You are. And he, he's, he's like even keeled. Like, your rage doesn't affect him at all. And he says, yes. Brelin and Burkesh were murdered. Don't! You are not allowed of all people to say their names no one here is allowed to say either of their names I get you're some secret order and you help all 
whatever it is you do. But my brothers are dead. Because you watched. Because you couldn't. <laughs> because you watched. He turns to Phineas. Phineas, get her out of here before she says something she regrets. <laughs> it's fine, I'm leaving. We're not done with you, Bracken. <laughs> I'm done. And I turn and walk out. Aradir is not. I'm sorry, what? This is the first, like, spike of emotion you've gotten out of him. Spell that real quick? Aradir. A-A-A- Sorry. A-R-R-A-D-I-R. A-what? A-R-R. A-D-I-R. I'm, like, shaking. Aradir's not done with you, as we said? Yep. I kind of stop. I haven't turned around yet. I'm, like, closer towards the door. Is that name supposed to mean anything to me? No, but it meant something to your parents. And if you knew your parents at all... Well, I didn't. I don't. I and that's not my fault. Six. That's not my fault. Their death, I don't blame you for. Their death, and, Br and Brelin and Brakesh's death, are tied. Stop being an impudent child. We're trying to help you. Get out of here. I just leave. <laughs> I reach into my bag of holding, pull out my cloak, because it's raining hard. Mm -hmm. Pull out my cloak, cloak, pull the hood up, and follow her out. Okay. As you leave, Phineas is like, uh, you hear, like, as you pass him, he's like, <laughs> so we're, it's like when you go good. to your friend's just, house and your friend's getting yelled at. Just, yeah, it's fine. Just, you're fine. Okay. Bye. So. Um. Catherine. Yes. Um. You finished reading Narstal's book. Mm hmm Um. You don't quite realize what's happening. It's, it's kind of a... It, kind of a weird experience um you feel tingly all over um and really the the first like you feel a shift in your mind mm -hmm. um there are some arcane things you didn't know that you know now mm -hmm. um and really the, the, the honestly the first hint of any kind of major change is you realize your feet hit the ground which you didn't realize you'd left the ground mm -hmm. um and your hair that is typically in a braid, um, like it falls to both sides now. And you you look at your arms and your armor is gone. Um, they've been replaced by these pearlescent white robes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna like feel my body that <laughs> Sorry, that came out real wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna like pat my legs and be and, and you know touch my arms. I'm gonna pull up my the robe and I'm gonna see the tattoo on my arm. Yeah. And I'm gonna touch it. It's warm. Um, like it doesn't hurt, and you don't you don't feel the warmth unless you like put your hand on it. Um. And yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna run my hands through my hair and okay it's it's like elsa in frozen when she like when she does the cool like hair thing yeah and it goes through her arm yeah um weird <laughs> rendering um and you hear a voice in the back of your head okay and it's naristel okay he says well, I take it you finished the book. 
I'm gonna think back. Okay. Can you hear me? Always. <gasps> I I audibly gasp. Just and immediately reach to see if my hummingbird is still there. It's still there. Okay. And then I'm gonna think. Yeah, I, I finished the book, but wow. Um, now what? Keep to the task I gave you. Okay. I can always just think and you'll hear me now? Yeah, it's part of how this works. Okay. Uh, you, you siphon power from me. Okay. No. Are you safe? For now. Okay. I'll stay safe, too. Tell... So he starts to, like, say something. He pauses. Who are you with? It's just me and Dindal. But things are weird. Does he have access to a map? Probably. Tell him... Get a map for me. Oh, okay. Talk to me tonight. Okay. So, Dino, what you see is you see Kathra, like, land. And she, like... Runs her hands through her hair. And it's... It's like she pauses. And then, like, starts moving. And it's it's this weird... It's kind of a weird thing to see. Um, IRL, it's like she glitched. Mm -hmm. um, is, is almost what it seems like. So Dindel's like got his mouth open and there's like still some like hard tech in his mouth that he was like nibbling on. It's like <laughs> just kind of falls out a little bit. Uh, what just happened? Um, I'm not really sure. I was not expecting this. Um. Where did my armor go? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Um. You went all glowy and now you're wearing that. Uh, look at my arm. I like kind of look down and I look back at you. Is that from our friends? Yeah. And I kind of like snap and I'm like I knew it we really need to keep this hidden well maybe yeah cover that then because getting that symbol branded on you is gonna be potentially dangerous so maybe, yeah maybe cover that do her, do your robes cover it like you have to pull the robes up to yeah, oh cover yeah it? yeah her sleeves cover it. okay so I figured you were gonna see that sooner or later so it's better you kind of saw what just happened so I yeah. feel like I don't have any more secrets from you it's at this point the two of you hear this like loud peal of thunder and <gasps> torrential rain do I flinch still at the thunder no oh okay I kinda, I'm, I'm afraid for her because I'm like <laughs> knowing her reaction last time I'm just kind of like staring like kind of like on guard like are you okay? Um, yeah. I'm okay for the first time in a long time. Like three years? Yeah. More. Yeah. Where's your, uh, I'm like looking for the hammer. So it's on the floor. Is it still there? The, the hammer's still there. Catherine, you notice that the mark that was there um, is gone. It's just a hammer. No. 
So back in like session eight or whatever it was, I noticed it too. Yep. Do I pick up on that too? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. the symbol's gone. So So I kinda noticed the hammer doesn't have that thing on it anymore. I kind of kick the hammer, just make you know falls over. Yeah. I I don't think it means much anymore. I mean that was a that's a pretty um, <coughs> noticeable brand if you've done any research on the gods. <laughs> is that um, is that telling that the brand's not there anymore? I would think so, and hopefully <laughs> means I'm free. Free? Were you not free before? No. Was, and I kind of point to the hammer, was that guy the one? <laughs> Feels like I've been trapped by him for a lot of years. Really? No wonder you guys are so like jaded against the gods. <laughs> I haven't seen anything good come from them. Yeah. Kind of like run my hand through my hair. Like All the stories are like so they make them seem like they're the good guys and from what from what I've learned from Balthazar and Marastel uh, and Bracken and, and you that's that's not really the case Balthazar said that when you are the one in charge and you can write the history you can make it sound like whatever you want <laughs> kind of makes, gives me pause to you know is whatever we're reading about them real and I'm starting to think that there's a lot more there so you said that Balthazar and Nara still told you about the gods mm-hmm kind of look at you like I know I know I figured after seeing that <laughs> mark on your uh, on your arm I kind of like nerd out a little bit what does he look like <laughs> um well you can kind of look at my robes and just imagine that yeah and this <clears throat> kind of pull up my robes just a little bit you see the color shimmering just a little? Is it similar to what, like, uh, um, looks like? No, because they, they look they look very different. Mm -hmm. Where, to you, Balthazar is... Balthazar had, like, long mustaches and um, um, very, very, very typical mm -hmm. like, golden golden dragon, um, but regal. Um... Naristel, Naristel's draconic form is uh, very terrifying. Um, the the pearlescent scales. Um, uh, his his eyes are like even his eyes are pearlescent. Mm -hmm. um, uh, without the familiarity that you have with him, it, it would be utterly terrifying. But um, I was not terrified. You were not terrified because you knew him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's... Uh, I can't remember. I think I have a picture of, of what they look like in their draconic forms. I'll show you after the episode. Okay. Um, Galen knows. I kind of suspected, but like... So that one day when we went to the, I don't even remember when, honestly, like, I kind of <laughs> tried to the get The last week has felt like years. Yeah. I kind of tried to, like, feel him out, and he said he, like, it wasn't his secret to tell, and I didn't want to push it any further because I kind of just met you guys. Does he know, he just knows <coughs> Narastel is one, or does he, 
is Holic one too. Yeah, Holic it was. Was. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Sad. So I'm assuming Jericho is the other one too, right? Yeah, it must be. Do you think Bracken knows? I mean, she, like, I, I feel like someone said she knew Jericho or she met Jericho, maybe, so maybe she knows, but I don't know. Narstal seemed like he just met her, and I don't think Balthazar met her. Maybe Halleck told her? I don't know. Well, how am I going to explain my arm to her? I don't know. Unless you see it, it's kind of like hearing that, like, you know, something made up monster it's like it doesn't seem real unless you see it so okay well maybe <coughs> do you maybe I just need like a, a, a sleeve or something that will always cover it I mean the, the, the sleeve of your robes will cover it you, your robes like they have a cuff okay and so like and then they like flow over okay very wizardly robes mm -hmm. anyways Lizards need like pockets up their sleeves, kind of like the sleeves in uh, uh, Stormlight Archives. The women, like, a little they, bit. they would kind of like cover their arms a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I don't know. I sometimes share a room with her. This is. I'm gonna have to explain this, and I don't even understand what's happening. Um. Wait. If. Wow. Um. You got anything you don't care about in here? Uh, don't know how to answer that question. <coughs> what do you mean? Well, you know how I used to have power? Like your healing power? Yeah, remember I could like, I shot stuff off out of my hands. Oh, I, I remember that very, very vividly. We were, I was like two inches from your face. I was scared. Well, not, not the, not the lightning. Oh. When we fought that guy that yeah, that bad guy. Oh, when you shot that, like, magic yeah. thingy? uh-huh. Oh, you want to shoot something at something I have in here? I just want to see if I still have it. I thought we were trying to keep it on the, like, hush-hush. Yeah, we are. Oh, I know, I know. I will cast silence on the thingy, and then you can do whatever you're going to do. So I look around the room, and I'm like, uh, maybe a chair? There's, like, a stool in here? Oh yeah, there's there's five or six chairs. All right, I can grab one of these. So I go put it over in the corner, away from all the books. <laughs> I cast silence on it, so there's no explosion. And then I would like to shoot the sacred flame at it and see if it, what happens. Okay. Um. So you extend your hand and pff, sacred flame. Um. Well, that that still works. So, I mean, were you worried that you lost your magic? No. It's like I know that magic's still there, but it's different. So it's like, so if you were under Thor's uh, uh, thumb, mm -hmm. would, so that magic would come from him, so that was divine magic? Yeah. So you're saying it's a different magic now? It feels very different in my head. So, is it more arcane, or is it like, so like, you, what, you, Narostel is a, like I say the word dragon, but like I almost like don't know how to say it, because it's like I've said it like maybe once in my life. Dragoon? I say like, he's, he's, he's a dragon, you know? Mm, yeah. So like, does the magic come from him? Um, I, I think. I don't know. It's very different in my head now. I I feel like I know things that I definitely didn't know before, and it's all different in my head now. Even what I just did, it feels different. So, Catherine, where Thor's magic to you felt cold because it was impersonal. Mm -hmm. It was something you didn't choose. This feels warm, for okay. lack of better words. Like, um, more natural, I guess. Okay. 
yeah, this, it's different. It feels different inside. This, this feels good. Where before it was just there. What happened? What 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 did you see happen? Um. So because there was like lightning coming off you for a little bit, then <laughs> you went like white, and then the armor was gone, and you were wearing robes, and uh, then you were you were you were levitating. You were like floating. I don't know if you realized that, and then you like landed. I felt my feet hit the ground, but. I'm sorry? I mean, I was scared for a little bit, but no, it's fine. Like, that's... I, I like, scratched my head again. I just don't get how. I didn't know, like, that was a thing. I didn't know either. I was just told to read the book. So the book did this? Well, I finished the book and this happened. I mean, what happened when you finished your book? Um, I just, you know, the book on a language so now i know that language and funny enough that it's the draconic language oh i didn't know there was a language like that i didn't even know dragons were a thing a week ago oh true you you realize you can't understand him because he you're speaking draconic like you've slipped into it um and so like it's really crazy because like i don't know that these things were even a thing but like all of a sudden they're like this thing and then uh, is like telling me to like go on you this just mission see this like cells. look on her face of just um what's wrong can you understand me are you having a stroke no i mean i understand i'm not having a stroke what are you talking about um this is it's just gibberish you don't understand i can't understand a single thing you're saying to me what are you talking about um hello um i do know dwarvish can i say something in dwarvish (laughs) yes can you understand this yeah what is what was that oh was i oops was I speaking the wrong language? Uh, it kind of just sounded like gibberish. My bad. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. So, Dan- uh, sorry, Dino, roll a d4. Uh, two. <clears throat> uh, so for the next two hours, your language is confused. Oh, crap. You. So, two like to communicate uh-huh. you have to actively like you, you can't use common right now because oh, because <laughs> because of what all draconic is doing to your brain uh-huh. um you have you have to actively choose another language okay um for the next two hours okay this this is that chaos you know yeah. that i kind of talk about okay i'm gonna try and stick to dwarvish to oh. talk to you is that okay I mean, yeah. But Sorry, when you learn a new language, sometimes you uh, get a little confused. I know quite a few languages. So. Sorry. Oh, no, it's it's okay. But what were you even talking about? I don't know. Then you went uh, off, and I don't know what you were talking about. We so. were talking about how, like, we didn't understand the Reaper Dragons, like, a couple weeks ago, and then all of a sudden, now you're a, uh, a thing. You're different, and... <laughs> I learned uh, a new language that I didn't even know was a thing a couple weeks ago. I mean, how am I going to explain this to Bracken and Galen? You saw it happen, and you don't... It happened to me, and I don't understand. Uh, nope. Um... Um... Do you think they'll notice? (laughs) I mean, they might notice the plate. You can put your hair back in a braid, but, uh... They're definitely gonna notice the plate because you were you were kind of adamant about not taking the plate off like ever. Oh, yeah, because I don't want to die. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um. Well, that could be problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not gonna be as protective as armor. Uh. That'll take some getting used to. Mm. Um. 
Wait, what time is it? I mean, we've been studying for like eight hours, so it's probably nighttime. Uh, is or it close to? Do dinner. we need to leave? What time are we supposed to meet them again? Do you have Do you have keen mind? No. Okay. Uh, I have a timepiece though, right? Yeah, you. you have so a I got my timepiece. And you've got about an hour at this point until you have to meet. Oh crap! We got to meet him in an hour. Uh, don't understand you again. <sighs> All right. Dorvis, 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 Dorvis. I say like a couple like I say like a couple of words in Dorvis to kind of like reset my like. Why are you talking about food? <laughs> Those are the my favorite Dorvis words. They sound really cool. Um. The uh the. The. Gosh, I forget the names of the people we're supposed to go meet, but we need to go get meet them in like an hour. Oh. Um. Okay. So we should uh, uh, on the way back, let's like maybe like stop at like a place or two and just ask them if they've seen anything weird going on at the tower. But aren't they gonna recognize you? They're definitely obviously not gonna recognize me. I mean, I kind of like put some stuff on my face and I'll try and like look different. How different does he look? Well, okay. So two things. So without this guy's self. Even in the university district, you're not super well known. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, you're just kind of average, mm -hmm. average Joe. <laughs> okay. I mean. Okay. I, unless you're like an academic and you like follow my work, I don't think you, the average layperson is gonna like follow and like notice me. Okay. Like, maybe like one of the king's guards might like, but. I'll take that wrap and wrap it around my eye again and kind of, like, put some more dirt on my face or something make it look like I'm just, like, a regular common folk. <laughs> okay. Unless you follow my obscure booktube channel. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like a really small following on YouTube. Um, okay, yeah, let's... Okay, I had to get focused. I'm... Your tower's still standing, and yeah. I look like this. Yeah, okay. you look like this, so... Definitely oh. not the way I thought this day was going to go. I need a good explanation, because what if Brecken doesn't know about this, that we probably shouldn't say it out loud, I feel like. Definitely not. So, but we can tell her, like... Maybe she won't notice. <laughs> I mean, she might not notice the power difference that you're saying you have, but she might notice the fact that you're wearing different stuff. I could just say I was trying to blend in more. Do you think I blend in more now? Uh, the white robes are definitely not a uh, blend in. They're not subtle. Yeah, they're they kind of shine a little bit. They sparkle. Yeah. So like, if you're going for subtle, that is not what you uh, want to go with. I I think. Wait, what else? Is all my stuff still there? Like, if nope. I. Okay. Uh. Okay. I'll think as we walk. Right. Maybe. I don't know. What? Um, it's going to look weird, you and that, and me looking like uh, just an average Joe. I, I look and I do have some commoner's clothes. This probably actually... That t-shirt? Oh, you have that t-shirt, remember? Yeah, just don't rip it. You still have my cloak, too. I thought I was wearing your cloak. I am. But I'm saying. Well, you're easier to hide. I take the t-shirt. <laughs> you're... Like, you want the cloak, or do you want the t-shirt? Um, well, in case you haven't noticed, I'm a lot shorter and, uh, buffer than you. That's an app description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sh This might fit on, like, one leg. And it's a t-shirt. Maybe you should wear the t-shirt and I should wear the... She was not a deadhead in college like you were. My t-shirt. Put it on over my head. Alright, does this look better? I need to, like, take it in a little bit. It's a little short. Or you're a little short. It's a little long on you. Wow. Um... I'm just saying, knowing you and Bracken's relationship, she's going to be mad if it gets dirty. Uh, so maybe, like, hold the tails of it or something. I could just rip it at the don't, end. Don't, don't, don't. That's, that's not how we want to start this conversation with Bracken. Hey, Bracken, I ripped your cloak. Do I look different to you? Well, maybe she won't notice. So your plan is to get her mad about the cloak? 
And then she won't notice. Oh, then she's gonna stab you. Huh. <laughs> I'll kill her. <laughs> okay. Why is that always the solution for you two? Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. Sure. Sure, Catherine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. No. Uh. You got like some pins or something? Rifle through your bag. Let's see what you got. Do I roll for this? What do I do? Roll, roll investigation check. I'll, I'll roll and see if I have anything. Okay. Uh, 14 plus. I've got a pretty good investigation. Oh. 16. So you uh, do actually. natural 20. Oh, jeez. Uh, so literally at the same time, you both pull out. Uh, it's like a. just It's a repair kit. Um, to, to like repair patches and clothing. Okay, here. I'll, I'll start on this side. You start on this. So it's going to take you about 15 minutes to, like, pin the cloak up enough to where it won't, like, drag the ground. All right. All right. In the meantime, you two have left uh, Kelrin's place, heading back towards the general area where you're supposed to meet Corandric and Falcon. What would you like to do? Bracken is just, like... My jaw is clenched. Like, entire body is, like, tense. Okay. Um, Roll a perception check with disadvantage. Me? Yep. Oh, mm. no. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Roll a percentage check. Persimmons? I have naturally 20 persimmons. That's what I have. Okay. So a total of 24 because I have four bonus persimmons. There's a fruit stall and I snatched four as I walked I want to say that's the episode title. It's four bonus persimmons. Um... Amazing. Um, slips of the tongue, y'all. Um, yeah, so Bracken is like head down, like power walking. Um, Bracken, Bracken. And you. So you notice. Um, you notice. Oh, hold on a second. Oh. No, I don't see anything. Because I have disadvantage because I have not you, yet rested. You have exhaustion. I am exhausted, so okay. I got a nine no. on my perception check. So I didn't see nothing. Oh my I, 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 I lost I lost fourteen persimmons. <laughs> okay. My Fifteen persimmons. My fourteen doesn't notice it. No. Okay. Um You both just die. <laughs> well. Um, what you do notice uh. is that you hear a crossbow bolt. No. Whiz past oh your ears. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I hear a crossbow bolt. I immediately. Um, what is your armor class? Ah, my armor class. 15. My passive perception, by the way, is 16. Nope, not no. Okay, 15 armor class. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> you go too soon. Oh, jeez, I was joking. <laughs> I the party. Hey, I still have 56 hit points. So And disadvantage on everything. Right. No, yeah. only on, only on Again, ability checks. Your lowest is higher than my max right now, Daniel. Um, so, Bracken, uh -huh. as you're walking, um, so you hear crossbow bolt. I patch your, huh. your left ear. Um, you don't notice it at all. Like the between the rain and you're looking at her, you don't you don't even see it. You even see it whiz by. Um, what you do see is that you see Bracken get hit in the shoulder. Ow! And she spins. And how uh, much damage do I take? Uh, zero. Nope. You're gonna take six piercing oh. damage. Okay. Um, and I would like you to roll a dexterity. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like either. You have right to beat now. a 10, or you're not prone. You see it like it's not difficult. 
17. 17. Plus stuff. Uh, I win. <laughs> so you are able to keep your footing. Um, I spin around. I okay. move Pat immediately just shot at me. in fr- Like I see her hit and turn. I immediately move between her and the mm-hmm. direction that the bolt would have come from. Okay. Um, so, Galen, you hear one whiz past your head. No! And what is your armor class? 18. 18? 18, exactly. Um, no! So, you as well, you take a crossbow bolt to the shoulder. You take 12 damage. Um, both of you roll perception checks for me again, please. Because you, you at this point, you're actively looking, so they're just straight right. Well, Daniel's is still disadvantaged. Please do better than that, no! Nope, oh that's another nine. <laughs> but I would like to rage. <laughs> okay. So that equalizes out your disadvantage, right? No, that's only on strength checks. Oh, okay. But I now take half damage okay. from things hitting me. So Okay. So, Bracken, you hear another crossbow bolt fly no. past your head. No, I don't. I'm fine. And then... Uh, you take uh, a fourth crossbow bolt. So the fourth one shot at you uh, hits you in the leg. No. It, it hits between the knee. Uh, like, ooh, comes ow. in from the side. Oh, I don't like it. Roll a dexterity check. How much damage do I take? Um, so when the arrow hits you, you lose your footing, and yep. you fall. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 Give me a second. Kay. I have a thing. All I don't right. know if it works for this, but let me check something. Because I don't think I can be surprised. I can't be surprised, because I have the dagger of warning. This is not surprise. Stupid! Okay. <laughs> That's dumb. So... The, the way, the, I feel surprised. The, the way that the way that that works is if like if they're sneaking up on you, it's like sneak attack. So if they're sneaking up on you, like like if they're within five feet of you, then then yes, you can't be surprised. I feel snuck up on. Well, and surprised. So I think it should count. Well, feelings are things. It, I realize it's I realize it's not actually sneak attack. Sneak attack was the first thing that came out of my mouth. Um. They don't, they don't get a surprise round on you, yes. but we failed our perception checks to see them. So, yes. <clears throat> um, so uh, you took six damage, okay. and you fall prone. No. Uh, you actually, so you fall face down. Ah! Caitlin. Uh, does a 14 hit? No, 18. Okay. Again, two more whiz past you. Roll a perception check. Uh, 17 is my disadvantage. So, you look up and you see one individual on a rooftop. Um, like three houses down. Or like three buildings down from you. Um, but at that point, like, you're very, very hard to see. Or he's very, very hard to see. Because, again, torrential rain. You're, you're lucky you can see that far. Um, and you, the both of you, you stand there and crossbow bolts stop and you're left alone um, so I see him up there Yeah. how far is he he's probably 60 feet from you eh, doesn't hit okay. I pull a javelin and throw it at him but it's it disadvantage it doesn't hit Yeah. so it sails wide the wind catches it Pushes yeah. it further off. I kind of sit up a little bit. Do you know where they are? One on the rooftop up there, and I'm gonna grab Bracken mm-hmm. and just I don't care if she's up or not, I'm just gonna move to try to get cover when from him. He points him out, can I see? No. Because so you're on the ground and where he yeah. where he is is like it's up high enough. He can see him because he's standing. But the, w- the way up? the way that you fell, you can't see him though. Can I stand up, like using him? 
he's already dragging you at this point. Like I'm like lifting. Yeah. Okay. Trying to pull her to her feet as okay. we move. Yeah. So as you do that, then yes, you can roll your perception to try to see him. Okay. I don't like any of these right now. Nope. Nine. Nope. Galen, you do see Stop. him. You see him. He like walks backwards and out of your field of view. So you drag her into the the near the nearest cover is um, behind a stand, like a like a cart. Yeah, big stand. Um, Stole persimmons from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the two of you get behind there. You kind of duck down. And that's where we're gonna leave this one off. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Crack in the Plan. We'll see you next week. This has been a Pale Horse Companion production. All episodes are recorded in Columbia, Tennessee. Our editor is Jordan Wilhite. Our assistant editors are Angie Brady, Daniel Brady, Meg Sandella, and Danny Valencia. Artwork for the show is generously provided by Isaac Kirstead. <laughs>